Hi, guys, and welcome to the Voices Podcast. I'm your host, Gio. And I'm your other host, Richard. And if you didn't know, every other week, we invite a couple of our friends to come on the podcast and discuss serious issues affecting minorities across where and in the world. So make sure to tune in every other Wednesday to check out the new episodes released and to see who will be up next on the Voices Podcast. Damn, we were rusty. That took a lot out of us. <laughs> oh my God. Final episode. How do you feel? It's exciting. I bought a new microphone just for this episode. Right at the end. Right at the <laughs> end. So y'all are hearing me live and in stereo. And I need to adjust it. But yeah. So how have you been? I feel like we have not recorded an episode in the longest time. And it, it, it has been the longest time because we usually pre-record the episodes, but time just caught up on us. Well, funny you asked. What? We're supposed to record an episode last don't week. Don't tell them that. They don't need to know. That's just making us look bad. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> um, but I haven't even been doing anything. All I've been doing is working and trying to figure out my grades. When I tell you all my grades are some donkey booty, just this quarter though. I just need to get myself back together. It has been really hard and difficult to manage, but regardless, it's a lot of work to do and it's taking up a lot of mental space, but it's okay because the year is almost over and I'm finally going to be a senior. Oh, we can officially announce this. We will be back, or I will be back for a season two next year. We already no. announced that. No, but this is like official because re I remember we said we might not do it. Or that we, we, we don't, never said that. Not, that. not that we wouldn't do it, but I'm saying like we didn't know if we could do it next year. And yes, we are booked and scheduled for a season two starting the next school year, so right mm -hmm. at the beginning. Yep. Obviously, we're going to have a new host or hostesses. We don't hosts, know. Plural, hostesses, plural. So we don't know, but I don't know. It's going to it's gonna be different. It's going to be unique, but that's what I want it to be like every year. I want every year to evolve with the new host and when I'm gone to evolve with the host that stay. So I think it'll be cute. Uh, definitely come back. Don't leave me alone. Don't but make me drink alone. Don't make me drink alone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a but, little Easter egg from the mom movie, y'all. I hate you. I never watched it. I want to though. I never did either. Who is it? Octavia Spencer? God bless her. Sure. Sure. I think that's her. Sure. Uh, it's the I, same. I, I don't know actresses, so. No. I think it's it's the same lady from Hidden Figures, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's Octavia Spencer. Uh, but anyways, what are we talking about this week? We are talking about a very heartfelt topic this week. It uh is very it is it, an act of poetic justice okay get to the point <laughs> as the school year concludes and everybody moves on in life we have decided to save the last episode of the voices podcast to talking about 
moving on. Higher education, graduation, moving up in the grades, you know, just taking that leap in life. Dreams. Yes. It's gonna be cute. And we have one of my favorite teachers in the building, or just people in the building, because she's super. Oh, I can't say. We just have to introduce her. Well, welcome, mysterious guest number one to the Voices podcast. So sorry. I had to run. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> You're okay. Like, oh my God, I have to be. Totally went to go. <laughs> Hi, Miss Salazar. Welcome to the Hi. Voices podcast. Yay. So glad to have you. How are you? Um, I'm good. I'm as you guys can see from my background. I am back in the College and Career Center at Here the It's been interesting. <laughs> How's school yeah. been? Are you excited to like wrap it up and finish the year? Listen, it's <laughs> um, been quite an interesting year. Um, we maybe I shouldn't speak for everybody. I. I'm very excited that it's ending. <laughs> <laughs> that part. Um, I cannot wait. It has been the long, I feel like it's been the longest school year of my life. That's, that's just, as a, as a staff, as an educator, I feel like, and I, it's not just me. Most of my educator friends are like, this has been the longest year of my life. I'm like, me too. I understand completely. So, yeah. It feels like it just kept on dragging and dragging on. Because and it felt like, in a way, an endless break while still having so much work to do and like having to figure out so much. Yes, I think, uh, I think one thing that, that I really learned a lot was, or am still kind of learning is balance. Um, it's crazy because working from home for most of the year, um, I would sometimes find myself, you know, working late into the night and I'm like what am I doing you know but you just lose track of the time and so I feel like we almost worked not just myself and I say we but as a staff I feel like we put in way more hours than we probably should have because mm -hmm. there's no like stop period you know here in a work day you're done by 3 3 30 4 o'clock 5 and you go home and you're like all right you know job job's over I'm gonna put my home hat on um but this it wasn't like that this time it was it was just different you know so yeah everything in life kind of just merged into one big oh my god <laughs> mm -hmm. for sure for sure um oh my god i'm so excited to be here <laughs> so like the first thing that i want to talk about is were you at, like what did you want to be as a kid because i know i remember mine was just a bunch of different things like i went through every single phase possible i wanted to be a doctor i wanted to be like uh a, like i wanted to make toys i wanted to fix cars because my dad did. <laughs> i want to be an electrician i want to be a singer all these different things and in the end what i found that all of them had together was i want to like make somebody happy like yeah. i want to be able to help somebody out so i kind of just found like my passion through like the common denominator of all those things. Did you have like a similar process? Yeah, actually. Um, so I can think back to when I was in fifth grade. I think this was a question that our teachers asked us. And they're like, you know, write in a little piece of paper what you want to be. And I was like, okay. And I think my piece of paper said a chef. And here I am and I'm not a chef. And I'm okay <laughs> with this decision. <laughs> Um, because I, you know, I do cook and stuff, but I was like, nah, this life ain't for me. I can't, yeah. <laughs> I can't do this. Um, but you know, for me, same thing, you know, when I started kind of going through 
the process of just thinking about what I wanted to do in life, what I want to be when I grow up, I did start thinking of the, of the common, um, you know, the common denominator of just of what each thing I thought of entailed. So I think for me, um, same thing as you, Gio, I knew I wanted to help people. Um, and so I can even think back the other day, I was actually talking to one of our, one of my coworkers here in the counseling department. And I said, you know, in elementary and middle school, I was a peer mediator. Um, and I was one of the leads of the peer mediator groups. And I was like, it's interesting because like right now I'm studying to get my master's in school counseling. And I was like, it makes sense, <laughs> you know? Um, so I just, I, I kind of thought about that. And I was like, I didn't even realize, you know, that even that was connected to what I want to do now, you know? Um, but I knew I always wanted to help people. I knew um, I'm, I'm a very compassionate person. Ooh, sorry about that. It's the bell. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I'm a very compassionate person. I'm, and, and, and to me, empathy goes a long way. So when I started really just thinking about those characteristics that I found in myself, um, I, I started thinking really like, what do I want to do, you know? Um, and at first it kind of went from, maybe I want to be a psychologist. Maybe I want to do social work. Maybe I want to do this. Um, and then as I got into college and, and really started thinking more and more, um, you know, it, it's just, it's changed a lot. But I think the the main point of what I want to do is still to help people. And so wow. I, I found a profession that I think aligns exactly with what I want to do. Yeah, I feel like this job title fits you so perfectly. Like whenever I walk <laughs> into the College Career Center, <laughs> even like if I didn't know you, I feel so like welcomed and it's so nice and clean. <laughs> yeah, like I just, for me, I, I think I strive just to kind of have this position as, um, as I want to create a safe and, and welcoming environment always. And that's even one of my goals as a future counselor is, you know, um, they say that a lot in our training, you know, and in our courses that one of the biggest things that we need to do, especially with clients or even a student, um, if you're going to be a, a school counselor, is that you always want to make sure you're, you, whoever you're helping feels safe. Um, and so when I came into this position two years ago, I was like, man, like, you know, I want to be a person that they know they can trust, that they know that they're going to receive their help from, because that's what my job is, right? So, um, but I would say my favorite part um, about this position is just getting to know all of you. That's my favorite part. Um, just making relationships, forming those, answering questions, um, joking around. I, that's just it for me, so. You are the supreme of the counseling department. <laughs> I would God, say. I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> one of one of the best people that I've met in that department by far. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, for me, um, I I from from being a little kid, my passion, I guess you could say, was science. Like I wanted to be a chemist. And then like my aunt told me that like alchemy was a thing, but I didn't know it was like a faux science. <laughs> so then I was like, I'm gonna be an alchemist. And then I went back to a chemist because I learned that all oh, that was fake. But um, come sophomore year, when we're actually in chemistry, I'm like, this isn't it. Like, what is a mole? 
I, I didn't sign up for this. And, you know, at that time, music had been like coming its way up in my life. And so I don't want to sound like the odd one out here. I do love like helping people, but I think <laughs> for me, it's more of, I like to create something or make the craft of something because I, I do recognize now that back when I was like a little kid and wanting to be a chemist I always wanted to like discover new elements and like make like new things it was just a cool idea to me so I think I, and I'm still trying to figure it out like I, I know people probably assume that since I'm already like on my way to college I know what I'm gonna do but I can confidently say that at least like 75% of my class is going to like change their mind after their first like semester of college. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's what I've been telling um, all of you that graduated. I said, you know, a lot of the times you'll go in, you'll declare a major. And then next thing you know, you're like, yeah, no, I'm not really feeling this anymore. And then you just switch. Uh, but that's, that's the time to explore. Um, and I'm going to say, Richard, what you're doing is still going to help people. What you create still helps people. So, I mean, yeah, like helping profession wise, maybe you don't see it, but what you create is still something that we can take a part of. So I feel like, you know, in society, when we have these moments of just like, we're thinking of concrete or core type of jobs or like cookie cutter jobs, nine to five, but there's so much more that people offer, right? I mean, so I'm looking forward to seeing your next masterpiece and hearing oh. it. Um, and I'm looking forward to like, when you guys become famous with this podcast and maybe take it to new heights and then like shout me out because I'm here. <laughs> you will get your shout out, trust. I've, I, I had a plan that like, before like I get like that letter in the mail of like my Grammy nomination <laughs> I'm going to like compile a list of everybody who has impacted my life and either like read that on the podium or be like like to my secretary fetch fetch these people some tickets <laughs> they need to come yeah. and then I'm gonna be on the tv like watching tv with my family like hey that's me he shot that's me <laughs> Sorry about this one right here. Me, Miss Elazar. <laughs> I know him. <laughs> but no, it's, it's, I mean, like I said, you're still creating something to help. I mean, you know, I think what I admire a lot is when people just go for their passions, you know, for their dreams. And so, you know, we talk about being a first gen student, right? Um, and so for me, what I like to really focus on and why I tell students I try to be so supportive of what they want to do so supportive of their dreams is because I think about my own dad so my dad came to the United States when he was 18 years old um, from Guatemala um, and he met my mom I mean my mom is born was born and raised in Maryland but they met through church and then you know, got married and the rest is history. As everyone um, does. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, and so, you know, my mom, now she's got her college education, like she's got her bachelor's and master's, but she didn't do it until later in life. You know, she didn't go right after high school. She, she waited, you know, and was getting it all done while she was raising four kids. I don't know how she did it because me going through college and doing it without kids was hard enough. So she went back and did it. And so 
you know, but on my dad, you know, with my dad and like most of my family, they didn't have a college education right out of high school. You know, my dad only went to school in Guatemala till about like sixth grade. So he didn't continue his education. Um, I mean, when he came to the United States, he ended up working at this company um, and became a manager, became successful, but he had to work hard for it. And so one thing he always told me, you know, was, you know, he really valued education. And so he said to me, you know, go to school, get your education. You know, he would tell me in Spanish and he'd be like, um, go so you don't have to work as hard as I do. Make it easy for yourself. And, yeah. um, and so, you know, rest his soul. He passed away when I was 13. Oh. Um, but when I graduated from Towson University in 2015, I dedicated my cap to him and I was really proud. And I know he was proud. <laughs> and when I graduated in May 2022, I'm still going to dedicate that master's cap to him because he mm -hmm. deserves it. As so, you said. Yeah. So like, you know, I, you know, when I think about that and when I think about helping students and when I think about like my own journey, I, I really feel like he's present with me when I talk to you all, when I talk to students, when they're trying to achieve their dreams. Um, he always was very supportive. My mom has always been very supportive. Um, and so for me, you know, when you see your passion, when you see and you start exploring and you make it into a reality, it just makes the world of difference. I mean, and then like, let's be real, who wants to work at a job where they're just hated all the time? Right. <laughs> like, you know, it's not fun as an, I've been in those type of jobs where I've been in a, a position and I'm just kind of like, this is not it. I don't like this. I mean, I make, I do it for money, but I was like, I can't do it for the rest of my life, you know? I'm here for the coin and the coin. Yeah. <laughs> but as soon as I find something better, I'm leaving. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but the reality is, and I will say, and I'll, you'll hear this a lot, like from, from adults is that everybody's still trying to figure out what they want to be when they grow up. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I've, I know people in my cohort right now in my graduate program that like there's this one girl in my class, like she's a business major and she has like, she's an accountant, I think, and she's completely doing a total change of like profession. <laughs> and and the reason why is because you know she got her degree but she was like I don't know it just wasn't fulfilling for me so I yeah. decided to get my master's in counseling and I love it and I this is what I see myself doing like, mm -hmm. okay. you know so and yeah. it's never too late to do that oh no absolutely not mm -hmm. I think for me um you know students sometimes will tell me like you know Miss Salazar I'm not ready to go to school or I think maybe to take gap year or I'm thinking of starting a little bit maybe at MC, maybe taking like a course or two. And I say, listen, your path is different than everybody else's and that's okay. No path is the same. I said, uh, and I tell them and I say, you know, you, whatever that looks like at the end of the day, you're gonna get that degree. You know, mm -hmm. if this is what you're committing yourself to, if it takes a little bit longer than someone else, if it takes you five, six, seven years, that's okay, you know, you're going to do this with success and you know yourself best, right? So if you know you can't take a full course load because it's too much for your mental health, that's okay. You know, mm -hmm. if you know, like you have other responsibilities that you have to think about um, in terms of family, in terms of whatever that looks like, then you got to do what you got to do. So, yeah. you know. I think like I can totally relate to your connection to family and stuff because my mom immigrated here from Honduras and 
she when she was over there she had this little radio and on the radio like at a certain time of day if you had the right angle you could get like american tunes so she would listen to like blondie and like music that she not she does not know one word she's just like following the beat and that like created like an american dream for her like a thing of coming to this country that back then the idea was you would come and you get money instantly you get the house you get your white picket fence <laughs> you get the golden retriever and obviously when she got here it wasn't necessarily like that mm-hmm. but the one thing she always told me was our job is kind of to disrupt the places that are already in place because technically people like us aren't necessarily meant to achieve right and that may be a thing and it sucks yeah we could sit around and cry about it all day but what are you going to do to pick up the pieces and keep going because at first even when we had this podcast i feel like richard and i didn't necessarily like fit the picture of bnc at first and we kind of came in and we shook something up we shook the table right and they they were so welcoming and like we were able to create another space where minority voices can like thrive and keep on building because when we keep making these like small safe, like safe spaces, like the counseling realm, like just the building, at one point, it's just gonna become one big safe space and everyone's gonna be able to just thrive and be like artistically genius. Yeah. And that is the reason why it is so important that this podcast gets its team next year <laughs> and that it, it survives the years. Yeah. yeah. Anybody who wants to join the Voices podcast team, make sure to switch into BNC before the school year starts. <laughs> no, but yeah, totally. Like all of these shows, like I admire the work that is Sankofa and that is Voces Unidas and just all like Esquina Latina, all these things that like push to create content for people of color and like students who at points feel so underrepresented in yeah. such a diverse school. Like if we just look at in our building alone, the fact that just recently we started doing a Hispanic Heritage Month show, the fact that we don't have like shows for all these different like ethnic groups and all these like racial categories, I think that all, like, those are things that we need to keep in mind. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, the stuff that we're producing, this is something I keep with myself, like, all the time. I make sure that I always remember it is, is the art that I'm producing representative of the community receiving it? Mm, good. Yeah. You know? So, like, with Voces, my, the show, the, the actual show we do in October, I always keep in mind that we have a huge population of diverse Latino students because it's not a monolith. So the show that they're about to watch should not just be a Central American family who's Catholic and that's where we leave it. Like we should be able to represent people across a whole diaspora. Yeah. And it should never just be like cut down to little people because then what are we doing? What's the point of it? Might as well just not do nothing. Like, <laughs> like just stay at home, take a nap. Um, I really admire that, that your mom said that too. That's really, really good advice, actually. Um, To even add to that, um, I actually just said this yesterday in a meeting I had with the academies and stuff like that, and Esau, who else did I do it with? Magnet and Kat. Um, That my goal for being in this position, um, you know, I always see what needs to, what could be improved, you know? it's wonderful to hear, you know, the, the compliments and, 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 you know, you know, hearing like, oh, you're doing such a great job. That's great. But for me, I challenge myself because I'm like, that's great. I'm doing great, but I can do better. 
And, and so one thing actually, cause I grew up in church and stuff. And one of my youth pastors, actually, he's still in my life to this day, years later, he's not really my youth pastor anymore, but we still have conversations. And he said, you know, he preaches a lot about like, how is your highest like level or your, it's going to be your plateau that you reach. Right. But you want to make it so that plateau is just the stepping stone for the next generation that comes and yeah. make it better. So my my whole thing about this is that like I want to create something here at Blair, and I'm I'm loving the fact that this year alone, there's been so many things of changes when it comes to representation, when it comes to creating an equitable and um, and. Uh, what's the word I'm thinking of right now? It starts with an I, I'm sorry, I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> um, but, you know, inclusive, there we go. Oh. <laughs> My bad, more in- equitable and inclusive environment. So that to me stands out a lot. And so when I came into this position, one of my goals, you know, even now is to try to make it even more inclusive and equitable. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm loving the fact that like, we are challenging you know, the fact that like, why aren't we celebrating, for example, more AAPI um, Heritage Month? Why aren't we doing more for LGBTQ, you know, plus students and celebrating more with pride, which by the way, happy pride. (laughs) And, (laughs) and, uh, you know, why aren't we like, to me, it's, it's like, you know, some of us, like you said, you guys kind of shook things up in BNC. And I feel like it's even not just happening with you all the students but it's even happening amongst us the staff that we're shaking things up too you know especially us newcomers Um, no i totally agree because (laughs) seeing being able to see like teachers of color and like be like doing their thing i love that whenever i have like a time like period you know what just i'll do all the work i'll turn it on time i guess Like, (laughs) like, like i always try extra harder because it is like a testament to like we can do this like people can like make their dreams happen no matter what um and and i love the fact that like i mean i i talk to my coworkers about this all the time but um your generation just with advocacy and just making things known is amazing to me um you know i i'm I'm millennial. <laughs> Let's just be real. So I grew I'm so up. So sorry. <laughs> Get well soon. I'm a millennial, so I grew up in the time frame like pre phones versus yeah. Apple. like I call it before <laughs> Apple became famous and then after Apple became famous. Yeah. But like we, I mean, my generation started advocating, but it wasn't as much I think as now. And so um, I, I just feel like when I see things, you know, I, I'm always like, okay, how can I partner? You know, how can I help? How can I also be a voice? Um, you know, and so I think just incorporating, um, knowing that I can help students achieve their dream and their goals and their like, you know, um, pursuit of just their passion is amazing because I know in the future they're going to make a change somewhere. So. You know, it's kind of cool to see that transition of like, you know, when, for example, Richard graduated and I'm going to be like, all right, he's going to get a Grammy one day. Like, <laughs> and I'm going to be like, I knew him in high school, <laughs> you know, and, um, and so like, but I'll see that and I'll be like, he's changing the world with, you know, one Grammy at a time. So that's mm-hmm. good, you know, so yeah. like, there's, there's that whole 
you know, moment too, as just being staff, seeing how that is and how proud, you know, it makes you feel. And so, yeah. And that's, that's a very valuable thing. Having millennials like yourself recognize how like advocacy and how like people pushing for change is different from how they did it now, how it's more evolved, how it's more aware. And um, the the group of millennials that can kind of just push aside that tunnel vision of having some type of vendetta against Gen Z for some reason. <laughs> um, and like, you know, support that push. It's, it's very helpful for the generation and for yeah. all future generations. It's, 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 it's a very considerate thing to do for the world. But before we continue, we're going to go to a quick ad break, and then we'll be right back with more Miss Salazar. Hey guys, it's Gio, and I'm just popping up on here to tell you guys about some amazing opportunities coming next year. Yes, you are getting the opportunity to work with me. Isn't that exciting? No, but for real, the Voices Podcast is looking for new hosts and a new team to take on next year. So if you have anything to bring to the table, whether you are an artist, an editor, somebody new, a freshman or sophomore who just wants to learn how the process works, or somebody who's just interested, please join BNC and come to the podcast department, or you can hit me up on the Voices Podcast Instagram and we can talk more about it. But honestly, I 100% recommend it. And yeah, if you have any questions, hit me up. But I'll see you in VNC next year. Bye. And we're back. So, Gio, I know you wanted to ask us a question about how we see ourselves in the future. So go on ahead. Okay, so I just want to ask you guys, where do you guys think you'll be, let's say, 10 years? Should we say that? Yeah. Mm. A decade from now. Who are you going to be? What do you hope to have achieved? And what do you want to be remembered for? Uh, well, do you first want to of all, that is easy for you because you made your, you made your like <laughs> 20 year plan on that. Like. I did. I'm like crazy. I, I like, <laughs> this is what I live off of. <laughs> I love hearing people's stories too. Um, I don't know. In 10 years, I think I see, I envision at least like $30,000 in student debt, but <laughs> I also see it not being hard to pay off because like, I think in 10 years, my career will be like starting off. In 10 years, I see myself knowing at least two artists that I love, knowing Umi and beating Erica Badu. And as long as those two happen, I am happy. Um. But I, I, I want to be done with school in 10 years. And I definitely want to, you know, start figuring out what I'm going to do in the world or at least be on the path for that. Because at the moment, I'm kind of split between music production and performance and a little bit of like musical theater, like music performance, because okay. I kind of <laughs> miss playing in the pit band. But um it's it's uh as it's a little hazy right now but i want my path to at least be started there or get some like some early like good money from it um but that's me um i in 10 years 
I want to be graduated from college. Uh, I wanted to have studied musical theater. If I get it all right, NYU. <laughs> and um, I want to be known as somebody who is creating spaces with my art and where I'm going for minority voices and just specifically uplifting those voices. Um, I want to have a collab with Doja Cat. That I'm sending it now, y'all. Ten years from now, me and Doja Cat are gonna be best friends. Um, <laughs> what about Sky Jackson? And Sky Jackson, that too. But for real, for real, I want to be able to win at least like an either an Emmy, a Tony, Oscar, or Grammy, and be able because I feel like when I do, that's going to be like the ultimate completion of mine and my mom's American dream. Like, I feel like that, that'll, like, symbolize and be the stamp, the mark that we did it. So. That'll be all your infinity stones and your, <laughs> right, and your right. love. Right. <laughs> and that's seen so. all of the uh, Marvel movies. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. That's great. Oh, my gosh. Watch Gio start working with Lin-Manuel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Watch him, go, watch him get casted in one of his uh, musicals and stuff, and then you would. Like, I feel oh, like yeah, you would. Hey. You're like let's, you're like a mini. I say we well. all manifest it. We should all just manifest this. Keep Let's going. Perfect, <laughs> um, speaking of which, with manifesting, um, Richard, I have a connection for you. Ooh. I know a music producer that I've actually invited to a career talk, so we can. We can talk about it after the podcast. Ooh, okay. Period. <laughs> um, but uh, I guess for me, in 10 years, I'll be 40. <laughs> oh my God, period. It's okay. People of color age well. Yeah, don't worry. <laughs> plus, plus, like, the big 4 I'm going to go all out, y'all. Like, I'm going to have this big, maybe Gatsby-themed party and, like, mm-hmm. have people yes. It's going to be big. Anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but in 10 years... <laughs> I see myself um, being a school counselor in high school, um, preferably Blair, but I am open also to to other, you know, um, schools. Um, I see myself helping students. I see myself, um, you know, being an advocate, even more so, riding hard for my kids, and you know, and I don't know, maybe I'll have like a nice condo or house to call my own with my cat. only one cat come on now only have one cat yeah well maybe i'll get more i don't know you should it's 10 years (laughs) get one like at the five-year mark (laughs) get get one at the five-year mark and then when the big all-out 40 party Mm -hmm. hits tell everybody to bring you a cat for your birthday (laughs) i want i want what do they call the hairless cats oh my god i think they're so cute can you imagine and i want to name it like something real old and like white like barbara or like gregory <laughs> <laughs> something real old can you, you imagine you want to imagine the cat come around the corner i'm like barbara darling just go eat the kibble <laughs> you're gonna get sphinx cat and i yes. oh you should get a sphinx cat and name name the cat barbara walters or- <laughs> I'm, gonna get, I'm gonna get like a cease and desist from barbara walters <laughs> she's gonna be like the cat not the hairless cat <laughs> Um, D has a cat. Who? Cat Von D. Do you guys know? She does. Cat? Yeah, she does. Oh, I didn't know that. Like two or one or something. They're so rare, though. 
I want one, but they're so gunky. Nobody shows the cleaning. Usually, like, there'll be, like, a greasy spot on the couch from where they, like, lay, usually. You're supposed to bathe them every week. Actually, which I'm, I'm okay with but like the thing that's nasty sounds like a lot of like, effort. Like, yeah underneath their nails because like gunk and dirt and oil get stuck underneath mm-hmm. their nails and if you leave that can get like infected imagine i'm giving it a pedicure and it just starts like scratching me uh-uh, i cannot do that no. <laughs> i need to have a good paying job before i get one of those because i'm not washing it we're gonna take it to- <laughs> it's gonna be an investment i mean you're just yeah. the cat alone why do we get to this subject? <laughs> the cat, a sphinx cat alone can cost a purebred can cost between wow. four thousand to five or six thousand dollars. Wow. Yeah, and then like bathing it every week because otherwise, like like Richard said, they're they can get infected. They have there are a lot of work, and then you have to buy them like little sweaters because they get cold. <laughs> oh, I like that though. That's <laughs> that's one thing I will invest in. Yeah, I'll invest in that for sure. Deep talks on the Voces podcast. <laughs> but yeah, honestly, I am so proud of everything we've done this year. Just as a whole, Blair, when I walked in, what was mm, three years ago? <laughs> when I walked in three years ago. <laughs> Do you um, like he's the oldest person here? I'm he's like, like back in my day. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, honestly, I, I'm. it's crazy to think all the virtualness that went on and we still like were able to push through. We were like privileged enough to have a lot of materials to give to students and just keep people like online and keep the communication going for all these shows. And I think that was everything. The fact that we were able to create our own podcast and like figure out the entire thing. If you had asked me that a year ago, I would have looked at you like we were crazy. Like, I did not know how we pulled this off, but it's crazy. It just came together. Yeah, Yeah. it did. Um, I mean, I, like, when I talk to college reps sometimes, um, when they're having conversations with me just in passing, like, we have some pretty great kids at Blair. And I, I, like, try to make it known that, like, if you want one of our students, you're getting your coffee. Like, you don't (laughs) <laughs> and then um, and I tell them and I say I got I got students that do podcasts I was like what was I doing at 15 16 <laughs> I, was, I was just trying to figure out how to graduate high school <laughs> and mm-hmm. make it but like yeah I was like we have students that do podcasts we have students that do news coverage like like silver chip on the twitter feed oh my god they're mm-hmm. like on top of it mm-hmm. like I, I sometimes will be on twitter like on mine and then I'll, I'll look and I'm like oh there's a news update and it's not even from the actual like CNN or anything it's from them and I'm like sweet <laughs> like it's a full <laughs> video they're on spot and everything they I got know, the, the I know. and everything they got time like how y'all driving up up <laughs> <laughs> no but that's but, so true but, but it's I mean yeah so like I, I just think it's I think it's great. I mean, I, you know, when I heard about this podcast, I was like, oh my God, this is so exciting. And also the topics too. I mean, um, just, just hearing what you all have to say about, you know, things that have happened this past year. It's crazy, you know? Um, And so, oh, and because of, because of this podcast, the Voices podcast, I now use the word caucasity. So Changing lives, changing lives one millennia at a time. Yeah. <laughs> Period. It's 
isn't it such a good term? It works in any sense. Like the caucasity. Yeah. <laughs> when I heard that word, I was like, I hope she don't mind, but <laughs> no, the fact that um Mr. Mayo allowed us to come on here and just talk absolutely nonsense at times <laughs> mm-hmm. but then also to be really candid about our feelings like you were saying about things going on I think it, it was really admirable and we just like I said we felt welcomed like so welcome open mm-hmm. arms never once did I hear a um let's tone it down all right let's not talk about that yes. we don't want to make audiences uncomfortable like it was always just say what you want we trust you and I'm so I'm so grateful for that yeah. Because I don't, I I already like, like, I hate it not having the instruction and always being like, is this okay? Are we good with this? Is this all right? And that's the reason why, like, when we started, I was like always in B and C because like, I just wanted to make sure that like we weren't in the wrong, but I hate worse than that. People like reaching into the pocket of the production being like, so Micromanaging. this isn't it. Um, maybe we can take this away. It's just not a, this is like, it's truly became our show mm-hmm. and we have claimed it as our show. And um, <laughs> not to say that nobody can do anything about it, but nobody can do anything <laughs> about it. <laughs> yeah. And there's just so many places that we can go from here. Like, this is just a start. Like, I want everyone to know that we have only scratched the surface. This is just one year out of so many to come. And even when we're gone, like the fact that we were able to start this, like you said, you're doing the work for the generation to come. Like maybe 10 years down the line, we have paved like a path for a little Richard or a little Gio or a little Miss Salazar to come in and be able to thrive like whatever they want to do. Because there's something for everybody up there, like regardless of whatever major you want to do, which is kind of crazy. It is. And I know know that if I am retired... And there is not a Votes podcast season like 53. I'm coming knocking on the main office. Available. Ms. Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Open this door up. Please, Let me in, please. But if there's not that, I'm kind of gonna be sad. This is like this is like a one-of-a-kind thing at Blair. You don't you don't see many things like the Voces podcast or Voces Unidas or Sankofa. We're a rare breed at the moment, and I want us to flourish. I yeah. do want us to flourish, but I also want, like, our, our the originators, us, to, like, carry on for mm-hmm. as long as we possibly can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just want to leave a legacy, which mm-hmm. is a good thing. You know, um, we talk, for me, I mean, I don't know about all of you, but I believe in very much generational things. So I think, you know, to break certain things to break certain generational curses that fall upon family or whatever that looks like um it just it just starts with someone like you said like what you guys talked about with this podcast kind of rattling the cage a little bit you know asking for change and so as that continues you know when you're leaving it for the next generation to carry over it's just going to continue to to change things and then break those curses as well um, you know, I feel like there's so many people, you know, um, especially this past year, which has been so insightful for me to watch and just, and just, you know, participate and everything like so many things being reclaimed, you know, mm-hmm. um, whether we're talking about like race, equity, inclusion, all of that, especially, 
Um, and so I just, I'm hoping too, you know, like when I leave this position, we have a Voices podcast afterward too that I'm still listening to, you know, mm-hmm. as a counselor, wherever the heck I may be. And I'm just here like, hey, they're still doing it. Let me see what they're talking about this week, you know? Um, and so I just, you know, that's what I'm hoping for too. So, yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how the lens changes. Like when the new host takes on what, because I want the idea to say the same, but I want it to be completely different, like different artists creating the logo just like keeping the integrity of the show, but do whatever you want with it. Cause that was, that was our plan at the beginning. We really didn't know. We were kind of just running into BNC like, okay, we got this, we gonna figure it out. So. <laughs> well, you never know, the logo just might stay the same. Just yeah, maybe. We could get Shashi, we could pay her extra to yeah. just be the official Hostess podcast artist. Yeah, trade it, trade market or something. Can you do that? Oh my God. Probably. <laughs> That's wild. We can do all. We should train market. What if somebody tries to steal our stuff? Wow. No. We should get on that, actually. Thank you for the idea. <laughs> um, but honestly, thank you so much, Miss Alizai. This was everything. And just like how you, you have helped us individually outside of this. And honestly, that was so much help and did like hand of grace, you know, to be able to get that from somebody who's like relatable and not trying to see us like cry. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much, honestly, for all the hard work you do. Yeah, thank you. Thank you guys, appreciate it. I'm really happy to have been part of this. I'm so proud of both of you, really I am. Richard, you. you get your Grammys, please remember. I'll be like, oh, yeah. I will. <laughs> Put both of us in the speech. Yeah. <laughs> Give us a cut of the check, too. Yeah. All right. We both Wait. deserve 10%. There I'll you go. Sli- I'll slide you some bills. <laughs> you can be like, buy yourself something nice. No, I think I, I honestly just would be happy if, like, and if I'm yeah. still here at Blair and I'm having career talks, we like, we have Richard High Jr. third. That'd be so cute. <laughs> <Can you> imagine? <laughs> it's like an assembly. Oh, <laughs> oh, I would speak like that guy, Emmanuel Jal, or what's his name? I forget his name, but he, that all, the guy who always comes back and like does the talks. Oh, yes. Um, yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. 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 I would be that guy. I would replace him when he gets too <laughs> old to do that. Get ready. I'm going to say it. Say what? That was so cute. I really enjoyed that episode. It was everything. <laughs> We couldn't like change it up for like the last episode or anything. No, but honestly, Richard, thank you so much for coming on this journey with me. I think we had a very successful season one. I'm so proud of us. We will like forever, this will forever be attached to our name. We need to ask Kaya to like send us a screenshot of like the analytics of each episode. We can't see like the statistics for our episodes. It doesn't matter though. It does. I want to see that. I'm interested in that. It, it matters, but it doesn't matter in here. So, at the end of the day, we killed it. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of us. I'm proud of this. Everything happening. I'm going smoothly. That's worded weird. No, but literally, everything was worth it. All the stress, all the endless nights, all the figuring out ideas and stuff. It was period worth all it. All the all the typos and the deleted mm-hmm. posts 
and every and I just realized my microphone is on upside down. It's supposed to go the other way. Well, do you want to take us out for the last time this season? I would like to thank everybody who is listening right now for listening and being a devout follower to the Vosus Podcast Cult. Oh. Yes, cult. Thank you all for listening. We love our supporters. We love the comment, the cute little comments that we get. And the I don't know if you get texts from your family members, but I get many. Um, a lot from my aunt. That's our last cameo. We hope you listen next year and the next and the next. This has been one of your hosts for this amazing season and memorable season of the Voices Podcast, Richard. And this has been Geo. Just Geo? Just Geo. Just Geo. Isn't that nice? I'm rebranding. It's just Geo. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, but actually, thank you so much, everybody. And remember, I hate lazy people. Don't be a ah. lazy bar. Barb, stay in school. Don't you ever <laughs> complain about hardware. I'm gonna play that right now. I'm gonna play that. Oh, right can now. that fade as we say goodbye? Ready? No, One. wait, we need yes. to, uh, wait, no, I'll, I'll, wait, you know what I'll do? You know what I'll do? I'm keeping this all in too, so that the audience can see the thought process. I'm gonna have that <laughs> fade in along with the music in the background and it'll be an, an inspirational Nicki Minaj quote to keep y'all going for the other half of 2021. God bless. And goodbye. Bye. Bye. See you in a couple months, y'all. See you never, (laughs) y'all. Bye. Fearlessness, drive. I hate lazy people. Bob, stay in school. Don't you ever be lazy. Don't you ever complain about hard work. Work hard.